Hey y'all, you are listening to another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl, where we discuss all things concerning self-development and bettering our spirit, but from the homie perspective, somebody that's going through the journey day by day, just like you. Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, The Spiritual Homegirl, and we are back with another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. Now, before we get started with this week's episode, I want to thank you all for listening. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are in podcast land, you choose to lend me your ears for about an hour or so once a week, and I hella appreciate that. For those who don't know, I have Yoga 101 with my girl Dre from Miniature Yogi, which will be on May 12, 2018 at Cosmic Energy Fitness Studio from 2 to 4 p.m. I'm super excited. It's going to be a one-hour session with my girl Dre. Um, so prepare to burn calories and breathe and stretch. As, a, as well as a um, a 30-minute talk with her for those who may not know what exactly they're doing with yoga or just want some more information, she'll definitely do the Q&A first, and then we'll have some water for you guys to rehydrate after burning those calories. The first 20 will get a free Yoga 101 t-shirt, also a complimentary astrology analysis of your sun, moon, and ascendant. That'll be done by me. So you can get your ticket at spiritualhomegirl.com forward slash shop. So without further ado, I want to go ahead and get started with this week's guest, which is Kenya Cecilia Rose of Black Minimalists. She's a Reiki master and she is one fourth of, oh, excuse me, one fourth of the Black Minimalist group. And I'm really excited to have her as a guest because I think when people think about the minimalist movement, they think about material things such as cleaning your closet or getting rid of your car or moving to a smaller space or just giving away items that you don't need. And with Kenya's explanation of black minimalists and their mission, I think it, it goes beyond just material, tangible items. I think it goes underneath all of that. It goes way, way below the surface. And it addresses um, something that really we all can relate to if we choose to accept the challenge to do so. I'll let her explain um, a little later. But, um, yeah, she's also a Reiki master, which I mentioned earlier. So if you ever need some type of distance healing or just in person, if you're in the Charleston area, um, definitely hit her up. I mean, she'll give you all of her information as well as how to get in touch with Black Minimalists. But we interviewed because they have a course coming up, which is basically an intro to minimalism. I thought this was great because just like when I interviewed um, Jasmine Leva of the Invisible Vegans, her main thing with what she does as a documentary um, producer and an actress is that she wanted to provide more representation. Excuse me, more representation for those um, who are of color who want to be able to get involved with certain lifestyles, but may not be comfortable because they don't see people that look like them. And if you know, if you've seen Black Panther, clearly representation matters. So I think with Black Minimalists, um, I think what they're doing is great because they're providing. Um, a platform and a space um, for people who are of color, especially women of color, to be able to identify and get down with a lifestyle change or a movement that could actually change their lives for the better. So I thought that was great. Representation definitely matters. So um, I will let Kenya take the interview from here, and I hope you guys sign up for their course. It's going to go live actually tomorrow. So the timing of this interview was perfect. So with that being said, y'all enjoy. Peace, y'all. I'm speaking with Kenya from Black Minimalist. How you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I am great. I'm excited to learn more about this course that you have coming up on April 6th. Yes. Okay. April 6th. Now, for those who don't know, who is Kenya? So, my name is Kenya. On the internet, it's Kenya Cecilia Rose. I am one of the co-founders of Black Minimalist, um, which is an online platform where we share and amplify the stories of black minimalists, black folks living intentionally. And for those who are unaware, like what is what is a minimalist? Yeah, I love this question because I think like people um, have lots of thoughts or images that come to mind when they hear minimalist. Like a lot of times people think about what they can see, um, like simple spaces or people who, you know, they've heard about people who live in their van or people who only own a certain number of things, but um, I believe that minimalists are people who choose to live their life incredibly intentionally, and for a lot of us, that means less stuff. Um, it's all about getting rid of stuff that doesn't matter so you can maximize the things that do. Um, 
And so for me, that simply means like that I live my life in such a manner that the things that I value or that most are important are reflected in the way that I spend my money, the way that I spend my time, and the way that I spend most of my energy. Okay, so how did you get into being a minimalist? How long have you been um, considering yourself a minimalist? So I've been on the journey for at least four or five years, um, but it started for me um, while I was in graduate school. So I was in seminary uh, pursuing a degree, Master's of Divinity degree, and that was exciting for me because I thought um, that at that particular moment in my life that spirituality really, like, was the groundwork for which we all lived our lives, whether we paid attention to it or not. Mm-hmm. I started to realize a lot of the ways that I was connecting religiously or spiritually just did not serve me. I just didn't work. And so I started getting rid of books, started getting rid of schools of thought, and, like, felt a really, like, a lot of freedom around that space. I would tell people, like, I was decolonizing my religion, my faith, my spirituality. And that process was great. Like, and then I realized I could do that for the rest of my life, for every area of my life. Um, and that a lot of people called that work of getting rid of things or pulling, moving their lives into um, alignment, minimalism. And so I found Yolanda A. Cree, and I found Happy Black Woman, and I found all these other black people, folks that look like me, who were committed um, to living so that their values were always externally reflected, internally and externally reflected in all they did. I think that's a really um, that's a really cool definition of minimalism because when I was getting into minimalism, I was actually seeing those regular stories of people, you know, literally selling their house, um, getting rid of all of all of their clothes, and um, not eating as much food. So it was more so of a perspective of minimalist with material things. But your definition is more of a um, more of an energetic, you know, less kind of dig a lot deeper and talk about self before we talk about what we can acquire. Yeah, because I think, like, Yolanda, our, one of our, like, the original founder of Black on Memoirs, so she invited the, the three current founders into that space to help her really build this platform. She always says that, like, minimalism for her was, like, is her form of spirituality. Like, it's her coming back to, like, what is really important in this life. And I think how a lot of people mess up when they're like thinking around minimalism or wanting to jump into minimalism is like, they think it's about getting rid of stuff. And if you get rid of stuff, all you're doing is creating a vacuum for more stuff to like fill that space. But if you take the time and really think about like, what do I value? How do I want to live my life? And then think about how can I reflect that? then the journey for minimalism or the journey of just coming into alignment is a lot easier. You start to get rid of stuff that don't serve you because you're trying to live your life in a very specific way. I dig. I, I think that's a really, I really rock with that definition of um, being a minimalist. So what were maybe five or six things that you did um, as a grad student in seminary to start decluttering your life and getting back to intentional living? Yeah. So um, graduate school, like, comes with a lot of paperwork. Like, you write a lot of papers. You are uh, reading a lot of papers. Like, I had to print my stuff because I'm one of those people that likes to highlight, touch it, whatever. And so I can remember, actually, it's funny we're doing this um, interview, the time that we're doing it, because I did it during Mercury Retrograde. I got rid of, like, every non-essential piece of paper in my house one day. Like, if it was not essential to, like, my daily life and, like, things that I had to do on an annual or monthly basis, I got rid of it. And it was a very simple thing, but it really shifted, like, the way my space felt. Um, I also, um, one of the things that I started to do was, like, and this is, like, kind of getting rid of, but it's also, like, a practice, is that I realized in seminary I was reading about what a lot of white people thought about things. And, um that's not in alignment with who I am. Like, because I value the voices of people who look like me. I value the voices of people who don't look like me. Um, I value the voices of people who aren't always given a platform. And so I started, like, this practice of when I had to do presentations in school or I had to write about a certain text, I would always put texts that were not written by white men. Uh, 
as like a practice, but also like getting rid of um, just kind of that kind of influence. So that's two. Um, I, because part of my minimalism journey, but just life journey, my diet shifted in graduate school. And so I got rid of things that no longer were a part of my diet, which sounds like common sense, but a lot of us hold on to things thinking that we will use them in another season. Um, so, like, I I, gave, I did a food giveaway and got gave away a bunch of stuff because it didn't it didn't serve or didn't make I didn't make a lot of space for make a lot of sense number one because I was living in a smaller space, but also just I wasn't going to use because I found out that I was gluten intolerant in graduate school, so everything that had gluten in it had to go, um, which sounds like common sense, but for a lot of people, if there are things that you can't you're not supposed to have or you're not going to wear or not going to do again, and they're still in your space. Okay, so uh, I want to go back to the comment about you wanting to value or needing to value the voices that of the people who look like you. So how do you feel about the the representation of, of black people or people of color within the minimal, excuse me, minimalist movement? Um, well, that's not like we exist. I love black minimalists exist is because it was really hard to find people who look like me who are, like, living their lives in this way, right? Um, even though, like, ancestrally, this is something that we have always done. Like, I know people, like, often have this debate about poverty and its place within minimalism or is it, like, is, is minimalism glorifying poverty? But I can tell you this, like, I can look at my own failing background and tell you that there are women in my life who have decided to live their lives in a very intentional way and, have lived with less or have lived with less stuff so that they can travel the world or do certain things. And, but I couldn't find that reflected on the internet or find that reflected when I went to look for books or whatever. And so there, there is a gap, even though people, black people, people who look like me are living minimalist lifestyles and have been for forever. Um, and so like, that's, that's, that's like the void that created black minimalists because all of us, um, Yolanda, Farah, and Nika have had several conversations like we can't be the only ones. Like we can't, you know, if you Google minimalism or the first thing that's going to come up are like the guys that are the minimalists, right? These two white men who have their own perspective and share good information. They just, I don't have a lot in common with them. Um, and I, I wanted and needed to find people who had things I had in common with. Right. Uh, so, like, in terms of black minimalism, is this for this is for everybody, correct? Like, it's it's for men and women because I know it's four women that are a part of the group. Is that right? Yeah. So the four founders, co-founders, mm -hmm. we're all women, but the space is for everybody. Like, um, I mean, we are a black space, right? So. Mm -hmm. But, like, whether you, you're a man, you're non-gender conforming, you're trans, you um, are a Christian, you are atheist, you're a spiritual person, like, there are resources, uh, interviews, um, articles that have been written that are available to you. Uh, you hear a lot of female voice because we have a lot of female contributors. So we're always open to other people contributing to our work and hearing the stories, um, processes for other people, uh, of other people. So it's a space for all black folks. And it's a space for people who are not black. You can come read. Just know that we're always going to center and amplify black voices who are black minimalists. Right, right. Speaking of the um, of the interviews, I have been seeing some features on Instagram of different people and their stories. I think you've you've been interviewing people as well, right? Yes, yes. One that's one of our like favorite things is to tell the story of people. So like, um, we just had Jay Chavez from We Heal Two back in March, and um, our podcast is nothing but interviews of different people in their different space, uh, different space, and like we're happy to like be always in the process of trying to find voices that are unique and that we'd like to share, getting ready to launch kind of like a new series, an even um, deeper series around 
like interviewing folks that we've interviewed before, like kind of as a follow-up process, like, you know, you get an initial questions around like, what was your journey like? But then like, what is it like six months later or a year later? Um, we're always on the hunt for hearing folks stories because we feel like that's also so important is around the representation stuff because minimalism doesn't, just as how black people are not a minimal, uh, monolith, so is like minimalism is not a monolith. Like it looks and shows up differently. So there are people with kids, there are people who don't have kids, people who travel the world, people who live in tiny houses. Like we want to be able to share the diversity and widespread spectrum of minimalism uh, from the black diaspora. I think that's a great mission. Um, where can people find your podcast? Yeah, so we're on iCloud. Um, sorry, we're on iTunes um, and we're on SoundCloud. I've merged the two of them. You can also just go to our website, blackminimalist.net, and um, every podcast is on the um, website as our blog folks. Um, so those three platforms, um, you will get a good mix. And we've had all kinds of folks um, like um, Roe from Brown Kids and C.P. Patrick, but we're also in the process of inviting some other really great folks in the future to come and be on our podcast. It drops okay. monthly at the end of the month. Great. Now, with it with it being blackminimalist.net, is that black as in expanded, like B-L-A-C-K, or is it B-L-K? Yes, B, um, the whole word, B-L-A-C-K. Got it, got it. So net. if you guys want to check out their website, blog posts, um, as well as their podcast. Now, for those who um, are kind of new to this and they're maybe just now finding out about what a minimalist is at all by this interview, what are some tips or resources um, that you may have to kind of point them in the right direction, any books you may have read or anything on your website that they may need to pay attention to? Yeah, there are all kinds of really cool um, things on our website. We always, like, um, recommend for people, like, that uh, with minimalism, like, there's so many areas and arenas of your life that first you need to start with thinking about your own values and what's important first. But then once you've figured that out, then you start, you can do the process all at once or you can do it, like, piece by piece, so to speak. And so we always recommend like the resources that are on the site around like decluttering your closet, decluttering your kitchen. Um, those are those are things that are right there on the site. People from our community or our founders wrote about like that process. And um, that makes life a lot simpler because I think people are always consistently asking us about decluttering. Um, also, like when you're thinking through like that values piece, I think one thing that's hard to think about, I think if you've never really had that language shared with you is thinking about like what is it and how do I, I figure out my own and the quick way to do that is like hearing what's important to other people so we have an ebook that actually helped launch like our platform called Simply Black which you can get on our site you can read other folks stories and kind of see their values unfold through that um, and then we also have a YouTube channel and the, our founder Yolanda Acree has a video about just about anything on that first part of the journey, like that minimalism 101 kind of thing. Like, what is minimalism? How do I share it with other people? All that fun stuff. We also have um, live chats that we've done about, like, minimalism with children, minimalism and spirituality, which you can find on YouTube archives from our live Facebook events that we've done. Um, so those are, like, those are resources that I think are really great. The one that I'm most excited about is like the course that we just wrapped and that is about to launch um, here in April. Um, and I'm excited about it because we we take the things that people have the most consistent questions, like decluttering, like what is minimalism, and then like how do I figure out my mindset or my values, and we go through it week by week. And so folks are able to ask um questions of people who've been on the journey, like me and Yolanda, who are leading the course. Um, but then they also get, like, worksheets and um, audio files and some live videos to really talk through these things, because I think it's sometimes really hard to implement a minimalist lifestyle if you don't have any guide or direction for it. I think that's a really good idea, um, especially with 
this being well for me I know my new year starts in Aries season or you know after the spring equinox so I think a lot of people you know this whole spring cleaning let's go ahead and do something new I think this is a really the timing is like so perfect it's it's on the 6th of April right yes on the 6th of April the course begins but you can go ahead and sign up and by signing up you get so much really cool stuff like you get to join um, a Facebook group that we have and you will get a welcome email from us and then you're set up and ready to go for the course. The course is only $25, so it's incredibly accessible. We did that on purpose. Um, We realized that, like, some of us so desperately want freedom and to live minimally, but we also are, like, have some serious financial constraints. And so we don't ever want that to be a reason for people not to get what they need. Mm-hmm. So that's why the course is priced at it the way it is. And it's a mini course because we wanted – you ever start something and then you can't finish it because it's too much because life yeah. is always <laughs> Yeah. So we wanted it to be one of those things where, like, you're not in this course for, like, 12 weeks. Um, but it was something that – you can get in and do and then be done with, but also have access to. So that $25 is like a big gift because you'll always have access to the Facebook group, but then you'll also have always have access to the materials. So That's great. How long is the course? So the way that we, the course covers three main topics. And so it'll be, it's technically like a six week course. Um, but, the way that we're doing it is that you will have, like, the first week is really just a welcome week, get in here, introduce yourself. The second week we actually cover a topic. The next week we cover a topic. So you'll have a great pace in which to do it, um, and it's not overwhelming. So we're not covering, like, five topics in a, in a week. We're covering one topic. So our main, like, topics, we only have three core topics that we're going to cover. One is, like, understanding black minimalism because – Although I would tell people I'm a minimalist, when I use the language, I'm always telling people that I'm a black minimalist because I want to, like, differentiate between, like, just an everyday minimalist. My commitment to living my lifestyle is around, like, creating freedom and liberation for me and people who look like me. Mm -hmm. So I'm not just out here not buying everything that I want to, that I think is cute for a reason. Like, I'm doing that so that I can intentionally invest um, in black businesses. I'm doing that so I can invest in my community. I have a lot of free time because of the kind of job that I have. I do that on purpose. Um, So, like, we wanted to cover, like, what is black minimalism and how is that different than just the word minimalism? And, like, what do we as black minimalists mean when we say that? And then values and goals because, you know, that's important. You can't, you cannot declutter unless you know what you think is valuable or where you're trying to go. And then making space instead of the word declutter, because minimalism is about creating the life that you want. So we're trying to create space. We're not just trying to get rid of stuff. Because um, if if that was the thing, then we would just all just spring clean and we wouldn't have to. You talk about minimalism, but we're talking about a very intentional lifestyle, not just the thing you do once a year. Respect. Okay. So I'm seeing, so from what I'm gathering here, it's basically intentional living as a black person for the betterment of yourself, but as well as, you know, to have a focus of being more intentional with how you conduct yourself in the community around you for the betterment of the community around you. I I fool with it. I think that's dope. And then you have um, a technically six week course for $25 and that's a mini e-course. Now y'all, if y'all talking about $25, let's factor this in. It's a little over four dollars a week. Yes, Most of y'all spend more than that on lunch a day. Topic so. like you just and I mean I know that there are a lot of us that be out here like I I have this has literally been me in the last year where I'd be like I don't have twenty five dollars for nothing. But like if this is something that's important to you, twenty five dollars you can ask for that from a friend. You can do a lot like you can get creative about how to make this happen, right? Um, if you, I mean, like, we're, I'm really at the, like, the space of, like, the way that we try to do our work is, like, 
you can buy, like, or if you want other people to have this, you can buy the course for somebody else and let us know, like, hey, such and such need this. Like, that's with our consulting that we've done. People have bought those things for other people as a gift. So super accessible. Um, and you, I mean, you're giving real-life conversations. You, I don't know, like, if people have ever, like, kept caught us on live or listened to our podcast, but, like, we are some, one of the reasons I love, like, this black minimalism platform is, like, the women who help create it and maintain it. Like, we're down to earth. You're not going to get some foolish answer to a question just to say that we answered it. If we don't know, we're going to tell you, I don't know. Like, but I'm going to work with you to figure it out. Um, so I'm excited. I'm super excited. Okay. And then for those who are still thinking about getting it, you also get access to the Facebook group, and you also get access to the materials for life. So, yep. I mean, I think it's, I personally think that's a great value um, with respect to learning about a lifestyle that can really, you know, improve yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's worth, I think it's like worth thinking about It's worth investing in. Um, I'm, I'm one of the creators, but like I get paid, I think the week, the day that the course launches, so I'm going to buy it for myself. Right, because like I believe in this, like I believe in it. I think it's accessible. I'm going to, even though I'm one of the facilitators, I will be doing all the activities while folks are doing them because the way that we've created it, and the way that minimalism or life works, uh, and I know you believe this because you are constantly asking people like, have they made peace with their day? But also inviting people like to evolve and to recognize that life changes, and so. I started my minimalist journey five years ago. Five years is a long time. Like, uh, like, do I know what my current values are? Does my life reflect what I say it reflects? Like, I need to sit down and do that. And spring is actually a really good time to make sure that I'm good on that, um, to clear out weeds, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's I, – I really, I really think this is a good idea, and um, – when I mean, like, what were y'all thinking in the moment where you said, you know what, let's just do the course? You know, like, where did that come from? Well, like, it's funny because we'll, like, do lives. Like, I've done impromptu lives on our platform or lives for, like, very specific topics. So, like, we had this whole, when we first launched, like, Facebook Live thing where we would be like, we're going to talk about minimalism in kids or minimalism in liberation or minimalism in spirituality in every single time. Really, like, people would ask us, like, very basic black minimalism or minimalism one-on-one stuff every single time without fail. Like we could be talking about like we did one at the beginning of the year where we're talking about values. And then even in the midst of that, people were like, well, how do you declutter? Like, how do you, how do you know what your values are? Like, how do you create that? And I was like, well, we just need to like give the people this in one place because although our website has a lot of this information, um, or, like, the information is on the Internet, sometimes you don't want to have to, like, spend three hours on the Internet trying to find, an, like, an answer for every single thing that you have. It would be great to have it packaged. Also, like, we really believe that, like, like this, like we really believe, everyone in our, that's a co-founder, believes really seriously in liberation and freedom. And, like, people can't get free without some form of education. And, you know, that's not me promoting, like, college as, a, as the only lifestyle. That's just me saying, like, we have to learn to evolve, evolve. And so this course is, like, a way of giving that – like, giving po- folks access to that education and things that they need without having to do, like, invest copious amounts of time or money, for that matter, to get what they need. Because people are asking us all the time, how do you declutter? How do you deal with a – person in your life who's not trying to live your life the way that you try like your my boyfriend is is a hoarder how do I do it like and these are things in the course that we begin to answer um and like people will be able to ask us about in one one space because if you asking us on Instagram or asking us on the email then only the people on Instagram get it or only the people that ask the email get it but this is a place where everyone who's a part of the course will get all the information that's dope. Now, what is the name of the course, and where can people sign up for it? Yes. The name of the course is Black and Minimalist Mini Course, 
And you can sign up on our site, blackminimalist.net. If you go to um, blackminimalist.net, you can uh, – It will. it's one of our banners on the site. Um, it's also, like, if you just slide to our Instagram um, in our link tree, it's already there. Um, Black and Minimalist, it's an introduction to simple living. And so we start on April 6th, but folks can sign up um, every day until then. Okay. Now, is it a closed course once the 6th is, um, once April 6th comes? Or are people, let's say if they hear the podcast and they're like, oh, my God, you know, it's April 7th now, so Saturday, I can't sign up? Or are you guys still open to taking um, late introductions? I'm sorry, late sign-ups. We're open to taking some late sign-ups. And then also, we're doing this course live, but folks will be able to purchase the course even after the live course is done. Okay, Um, great, great. They'll be able to, like, grab um, pieces of it. And then after the course has actually been finalized and published, like we're done with the live course, we're also going to, like, make some of the resources from the course available. So let's say because all of us aren't course learners. Like, I know, Marie, like, you're dedicated to class, like, going to classes and stuff like that, like, aromatherapy, I'm going to go to this class, this is what <laughs> happens here, I'm going to get this skill set. But all of us aren't like that. Some people just yeah. need to read a book, and they're, like, done, or they want to do a workbook. And so we're also going to have some worksheets and workbooks available, workbook available from this course where people could just download that. But we're going to have that stuff, the uh, workbook stuff, be available post the course. Because um, we want to give all of our time and attention and resources right now to the folks that actually sign up for the live course. So, for you listeners who are probably listening in June or July of this year, or even a year after, the good news is Kenya and her crew will make sure that you can still access this course because it's never too late to get into um, into the minimalist movement, but from a more intentional, from a black perspective. So. If you're a little late to this party with this podcast, it's okay. They got you covered, okay? Yes, we got you covered. Um, <laughs> always come back. There's always stuff. This course will be available, and there will always be resources and things available on Black Minimalist. For what now, I'm sorry to interrupt, but nope. now I know you guys have done mostly an online platform. Would you guys ever be open to maybe doing some things offline? Oh, yeah. We've only done one in-person event, and that was in September of last year. We did a meetup in D- in um, D.C. with Soulful City and then um, Harvesters of Hustlers. But we are always open and looking for opportunities. Um, one of the co-founders who's helping with this course, Yolanda Hickory, she is living abroad. She's coming back to the States actually in a couple weeks. And so – we're we're actually in the process of kind of planning like some things for the second half of the year where we're hosting some in-person events or attending like our community is so vast and dope like attending folks events um and just being on support i think that's a cool idea i think it'd be really dope for you guys to go on like and i'm not trying to tell you what to do but i just always think these type of concepts are so great online but for those who are not necessarily, um, you know, a lot of people are taking a lot of breaks on social media and they might yeah. be asleep and not even mean to be asleep. But yeah. um, it'd be cool if I, y'all did like a minimalist tour. Oh, oh my goodness. Guys... <laughs> no, keep going, keep going, keep going. Where you basically travel to like major cities and you guys do like a course or a workshop in person. You know, I think that'd be really fly. I mean, that's that's just me though. No, like we are like, like, literally in the research phase of that. Um, yes, great. Like, literally in the research phase of that and, like, possibly going to do two tour dates actually second half of the year. Like, I can't even believe that you said that. It makes me super hyped because we've been thinking <laughs> through it because we just, like, we know. And we also know, like, the power of, like, for us, like, when we say community, we don't just mean a digital community, like, as in one of our values. So, like, we want to be out and among people. And so – We've got an opportunity to present an upcoming conference in October um, that's all around, like, black growers, black urban growers, um, and, like, how that's connected to minimalism. But we want to be, like, we want to come out and, like, hang out. You know, um, the minimalists, they've gone on tour with their documentary and with their books, but, like, we have an e-book, we have this course, we have other things that we've been, like, working toward and like we've done we've done consulting a lot of consulting stuff and so like we'd love to like 
show up in people's cities and like talk about minimalism and liberation and freedom and talk about how do we do this, but also help people do this work. Like, how do I clear out this closet? Like, how do I get my finances in a better state so that I can do some of the things that are far more meaningful to me? Well, I know this. If you guys come to Atlanta, I definitely will be there. Um, I know I'm, I'm making some moves away from the city um, in the later half of the year. But if you guys ever decide to just be like, you know, if you're going to just do a pop-up workshop in Atlanta, definitely let me know because I would like to go. I definitely would. I'll, I'll push it. I'll bring my friends. Like, just let me know because I really think this type of mission is so it, it comes off so niche, but it isn't. It's as simple as choosing to say, you know what, I'm going to do things for me and with the um, intention to to evolve. So I think it's a very um, they part they try to put it in a box, but I think it's a it's a concept that can really help a lot of people as it as bettering yourselves and evolving is definitely universal. You know what I mean? Yes, it is. It's universal, and I always tell people like. Like, my minimalism, I don't have to look like your minimalism. And it's okay if, like, minimalism in itself is not where you're going, but there's nothing wrong with, like, our core tenets or, like, the core process around minimalism, which is, like, taking stock of your life. Because often so many of us don't. So, Maria, thank you for, like, saying that. You literally, like, I'm about to, after we wrap, I'm definitely going to, like, jump in our group chat for my team and be like, so, Maria says, do we come to, uh, Atlanta, she coming. <laughs> that's uh, that's literally what we need, though, because it's like our website and all the work that we do literally functions like off of our own personal financial investment in our group. So, like, we've done a little consulting, but we have not done enough to like be able to just like have like you know like have something smooth and running. So, like. We're doing this, the meetup, all that stuff we did, we did because, like, we care about it and we believe in community. So we want to show up or have have it show up in our communities in a very specific way. So you have us, like, okay, that Atlanta ain't far from where I live. Like, we will make it happen. I'm glad because um, it's, like I said, it's a really great concept, and it's just, like, man, you'd be surprised how many people really just want to do better. And I feel you with bootstrapping everything because, to be honest, like, to keep it 100 on record, on air, y'all, I bootstrap Spiritual Homegirl with my money, too. So I understand about, you know, wanting to expand and, and doing different things and being a presence and wanting to do more. And I really think you guys have, a, a I mean, an awesome um, – I mean, minimalist concept, yeah. I mean, it's a supposedly general concept, but I think your way of doing things is really special, and I really hope that it gets out to a, um, as many people as it can, you know, whether digitally or in person. Well, I appreciate that. Like, we also like are vibing, um, like we, me, and you, on like the work that you're doing. Like when I say like I ask, um, like sometimes you got to tuck your little coins away, style your sweatshirt, see the stuff that you're doing, yeah, like, stuff like that. I'm in Charleston, but I'm like, mm, let's see, the next event, she do one, and I, can I get to Atlanta? Like, because, I, I mean, I just, we live, like, in times where so many of us are fighting so many things, like, that we don't even understand, that we don't stop to, like, pause to take care of, like, our spiritual, our spiritual centers or to figure out, like, making peace with your day, like, that question is so transformative because I don't think people understand, like, you have to let go of what happened today. Like, we have, I have to be, I have to put it away. It doesn't mean, like, it wasn't real or it didn't happen, but, like, if I don't find a space to put it away, then, like, I carry that in a way that's not helpful for tomorrow. So I just appreciate your platform. I appreciate, like, your podcast. I think, um, how I found you on the internet is like uh, Sarah, who you've interviewed before. Yeah, uh, that's a homie. Yeah, she is a homie. Like she, she does good work in the world, and so I was like, oh, this is this is good stuff. And so I'm excited to figure out, even with like Black Minimalist, like like is it like do we get you on our podcast? Do we? I'm like I'm working on a series of like intentional self-care kind of stuff, like spiritual care kind of stuff, because that's kind of my ethos um, and push at Black Minimalist. But, like, how do we do some collaboration because your work is 
so important and so necessary. And we also, like, I'm also, like, one of those people of, like, I got to see people who are out here doing the work, whether, like, they get the shine or credit that it's, like, do the energy that they're investing. Like, because I know what it is like to bootstrap. I help bootstrap uh, Black Minimalists, and I have helped bootstrap my own business. Like, it's just what you do to, to make it work. I totally agree with you 110%. And shout out to Sarah McKeeba. She actually um, got her thesis approved, y'all, so she's about to graduate with that yeah. master's degree. Congratulations, Sarah. But if you want to collaborate, Kenya, let me know. I'm definitely down. Um, I, I love the mission, and I really, I mean, if there's any way that I can help out, you know, just let me know. For sure. Thank you so much for this, like, like your willingness to to have me on your podcast and also just to like big up us like to to respond to our DMs sometimes you know like sometimes <laughs> you say things out to the world you be like are y'all listening okay like and I appreciate I appreciate you and what you're doing so well thank you we out here mutually appreciating each other's work that's dope I love stuff like that like I think yes. and that's how I feel about um providing platforms to people who do dope things. Regardless of shine, yeah, I might have a couple of guests that are a little more well-known and things like that, but they were once unknown or they were once grinding and, and doing the work and, you know, needed a platform, you know? So I'm not saying I'm over here, you know, CBSing it, you feel me, NBCing it, but I know for damn sure I'm not going to bring nothing less than dopeness on my show if it's going to help the world. So that's why I'm really glad that y'all decided to interview. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. Like, keep, please keep this, like, you don't even understand, like, sometimes I – um, like, I sometimes am that person that's listening to one of your podcasts, like, in June. Like, um, because I'll just bank stuff, and I will listen to it on road trips or listen to it when I have a work day, and I appreciate that it exists. So, um, thank you, you know, like, and also, like, if folks are in any way, like, on the fence about figuring out minimalism, and if you have the $25, I would say invest, because if nothing else, you're going to meet dope people, because the people that we've interviewed are are usually people that we've connected with via our community. So, like, we don't just do cold calls. Like, we've been admiring you or watching you, and we want you to be um, within the community. So, please sign up if you'd like that kind of experience. So for those who may have forgotten, may need a reminder, what is the name of the course and where can they get it? So the name of the course is Black and Minimal, an introduction, an introduction to Simple Living. You can get it on our website, blackminimalist.net. It's $25. It's about a six-week course. We'll guide you through each topic, and you'll get um, access to a private Facebook group where you'll get to ask questions but also get um some kind of live coaching and consulting via some live videos that me and Yolanda will do. Okay. And how can other people, like how can people get in touch with you on Facebook or YouTube or Instagram? Yes. So on Facebook, we are black minimalist and that's spelled out black minimalist. Um, on Instagram, we are black BLK minimalist. Same thing for Twitter and on um YouTube, we are Black Minimalist spelled out. So you, if you just type in Black Minimalist, um, those two different variations, you will find us. Um, Instagram is probably one of our most popular platforms. We try to do stories on a fairly regular basis and sometimes go live. But we exist on all those platforms, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Instagram. We're, we're there. And we love like, we love emails and DMs. I know that, like, certain brands or certain platforms are kind of, like, contact us in this way. We are very much, like, contact us any kind of way. Um, because if you're if, – if the question is, like, arising or the desires are rising in, when you're on Instagram, then do that. You know, there may come, become a time where we're not able to manage it. But right now – and that includes, like, right now, if you listen to six months from now, whenever – Hit us up how you, how, what, in a way that makes sense for you. All right. And is there anything else that you want the world to know about Kenya or Black Minimalist? Hmm. About Kenya. I, I, um, I'm a Reiki master. So I think, like, I say that 
and I think it's important to say that, like, you can bring, like, all of who you are to your work. And so I do a lot of healing modality work and am open to, like, doing sliding. And I'm in the process of, like, establishing, like, a, a sliding scale practice for folks to get Reiki and some other spiritual direction work. And so if y'all are in the need for that kind of work long distance or locally here in Charleston, you can hit com up and, like, send me an email, send me a direct message via that or via my Instagram account. Um, because I've just started that work, but really just started the Reiki work, but really, really enjoy it um, as a master and, like, being able to help people deal with that emotional and physical um, pain and how do we move past that. That's great. And remember, y'all, Black and Minimalist, or Introduction to Simple Living by the Black and Minimalist crew, and that's at Black Minimalist, that's B L A C K. M I M I N A L I S T dot net. All right, is there anything else? No, that's it. All right, y'all. Y'all heard it from Kenya Cecilia Rose of Black Minimalist. And that was this week's interview with Kenya Cecilia Rose of Black Minimalists. I hope you guys sign up for her course for Kenya and uh, the Black Minimalists, their, their course on the movement and what it's like to be a minimalist from a more intentional perspective. I think also this is a great value too. I mean, I'm not getting any type of compensation from this course. I don't want y'all thinking I'm over here trying to, you know, sell something with a code or something so I can get a cut of whatever it is. No, I, I genuinely believe in what they're doing. I like their mission. And I really think that the information they're providing, especially with lifetime access um, to the community that they're building, as well as to the course information is definitely a great value for 25 bucks. I mean, like we said in the interview, it's about $4 a week. Think about what you spend that's more than $4 a week. I spend 7 8 sometimes 10 to $12 on lunch a day. If I forget, if I get caught slipping and I forget to pack my lunch, oh, yeah. So for me, I was kind of like, you know, that's kind of how I rationalize things. Um, another thing I do is, like, with clothing, like, I'll look, and um, I learned this from Jareem, who was a previous guest on like the very, very, very first season of the podcast when I was doing seasons. That's how long ago it was. But he was one of my favorite interviews about finance. And he talked about, you know, wearing your clothes a certain way. So if you look at a shirt and the shirt's like $40, just divide that by your hourly wage. And that's how much you're really wearing, how many hours you had to work to afford that shirt. So if you was making like, you know, 20 an hour and your shirt's 40, you basically are wearing two hours of your work day on your back <laughs> so I mean I don't know I like stuff like that so with the black minimalist movement it definitely resonated with me off top not to mention I've been following them movement for almost the same amount of time I've had spiritual homegirl so I think it's really cool to see them growing and providing again um, safe spaces and platforms for other women of color so people can be able to relate and identify I think that's really what it's about um, we, like I always say we're all connected all energies may not be compatible but I do believe we're all connected and we can learn from each other so what is going on in the world of Spiritual Homegirl? Hmm. Well, I had a death in the family last Friday. My last surviving grandfather passed away due to some complications um, with the illness. And I thank you guys for the kind words and condolences. I know some of y'all are probably like, wait, there's another one that, that passed away? Yeah, I had another death in the family with my grandfather. He passed in November. So this is technically, what, two, two losses in like four months. But I don't want anybody being like, oh, because that's not what I'm saying it for. But it's just amazing um, how time can really, time really passes quicker than we give it credit for. I know sometimes we argue about what exactly is time, but I'm, I'm saying that to say that one day you have someone and the next day you don't. So please nurture the relationships with your elders. Please do, you know, interview them. Take video of them. If you have a microphone or, or a voice recorder, just talk to them. It don't have to be a formal interview. It can just be a conversation. Just ask them their thoughts on certain things. Life, love, relationships, you know, interpersonal relationships that aren't necessarily romantic, working, um, values, um, what what they wish somebody would have told them when they were younger, what they may want their legacy to, to know about them. Like, just, just have a genuine conversation and just see the answers you get. Just really have a good dialogue with them, you know? I did an interview for the Real Grandmothers Project with Sarah McKeeba. Shout out to Sarah. She graduated, or she's about to graduate with her master. She just got her thesis approved. No revisions. My girl got skills. But 
she's also working with the Real Grandmothers Project, and um, I did an interview with her about my grandmother, and I think I mentioned the importance of uh, conversing with the elders then. And I just always have a love for elders. Bringing it back to my grandfathers, I'm really happy to have known my grandfathers while they were on this earth. Because, you know, sometimes circumstances don't allow that to happen. Sometimes they pass away and folks never know their grandparents. But I'm also glad to have the relationship with them that I did and also be able to have pictures and videos and interviews of my loved ones in the event, you know, where something like this happens, where they're no longer here, that we can always pull from that, whether we miss them some days or whether we just need some game or some knowledge. And not to mention energetically, you know, the energy never dies. At least I don't believe it dies. I think it always transmutes it and changes form. So I feel like he's, well, both of them are a mere thought away. Or they, I can just, I can just feel them. But that's another story. But uh, I'm really excited. It's Aries season still, and it's gonna be Maria season real soon because my birthday is coming up. It's gonna be a thing. I'm really happy. I love to celebrate life. I really do. Um, people say, "Oh, it's just another day," and I get it. If you feel that way, that's cool. But for me, like I said, this journey is a day by day thing, and this is a day where it started in physical form. So. I'm super juiced about that, so it's going to be a celebration. So the next couple of episodes that are coming up as of now, which will be, what, the 5th of April? We got two episodes with two people that I think are awesome. We're going to have Rome Reloaded. So for those who may have seen my post about Rome's birthday and his interview from back in September, we are actually going to do another episode uh, six months later. Yes, right at six months. A little over six months. And he's gone through a lot, a lot of changes. And I'm really proud of the growth and the man that he's become, even in such a short time, like a six or seven month period. And we're just going to go all in. I'm going to get real personal, all in his business. And um, if you guys want to <laughs> tune in to that, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, tune in app, Radio Public app, Google Play Music app, SoundCloud, Libsyn. I'm, I'm basically everywhere. So that's one interview to look for. And then we'll have Young Paris, Afrobeat superstar and cultural ambassador for his interview, I interviewed him when I went to New York a while back, and um, we talk about everything in terms of how he's a uh, a love ambassador, culture ambassador, and why Africa is now. Um, for those who don't know, he is from the Congo, so his story is also just as interesting. He comes from a creative, artistic family. But yeah, I just wanted to give y'all a sneak peek as to what we have coming up with the Spiritual Homegirl podcast, but... If you need to find me, you can do so at spiritualhomegirl.com, Instagram, and YouTube, and Facebook at Spiritual Homegirl, Spirit Homegirl on Twitter. I'm so happy to finally finish my YouTube 31-day video diary. I, I skipped a couple of days. and had to double post a couple of days, but um, I definitely enjoy myself, and I actually like YouTube now. I, I don't mind doing videos every now and then. It's very raw, uncut, and, you know, direct, which is my type of delivery. So I might end up doing some more videos, maybe not in a consecutive day format, but I'm, I, I'll definitely be on there more, more often. That's it, y'all. hope y'all enjoyed this week's episode. My name is Maria, and remember, trust the journey and trust yourself. Peace. <laughs>